Hey everybody, welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter too. And we are so excited to be here for a game preview of our matchup against Texas A&M. It'll be in Starkville and uh, I'm looking forward to it. What you got today, Hunter? Okay, so today we're doing game preview and then we're going to do our picks for the week. And then we didn't have a lot of Instagram questions. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because we didn't record yesterday and people just had us on their schedule. Yeah, yeah. But had a lot of a lot of people asking, where are you guys today? But uh, it was yeah, busy. Your mom, my mom. My yeah. cousin, yeah. Yeah. So uh, All our, our biggest fans. Yeah. But uh, we had some busy weeks at school this week. I had a couple of tests yesterday and so did Hunter. So um, we're here on a Friday. Yeah. First first Friday recording in the history of going for two. How does that make you feel? Uh, I like Thursdays way more. Yeah. I just, whew, two tests wasn't yeah. fun. All okay, right. so getting into the game preview. Insert Cullen Mon joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to give credit to Strange Brew Coffee House for this one. They're, it's not sponsored by any means, but they it always... could be. Could be. Hey, Strange Brew, if you're listening... I know you're not, but please. <laughs> but they always, they always uh, do a caption on their uh, board out on Highway 12 that just has a funny joke. And this one went along with the Kellen Mond jokes that we always make. And they said, Kellen Mond doesn't have to remember the Alamo. Because he was there. So <laughs> um, It does seem like he has been their starter for the last uh, 18 seasons. So I mean, maybe this is his senior year? Last year, best it, year? It could be. I mean, it's extra COVID year. So I mean, oh, he, he could come back next year. year. <laughs> So if those draft predictions don't go in his favor, we'll see him again <laughs> next year. So He'll get him one more statement win on his career. Yeah, and so uh, speaking of statement wins, how about that, that marquee win against Florida last week? Yeah, beat number four Florida. Like, yeah. I thought Florida played a pretty good game, but apparently they just lost because, you know, they had fans behind them. So oh, yeah. that's the only reason Dan Mullen lost man. a big game. They're the 12th man. Yeah, yeah I mean. Uh, no, Kyle Trask, I mean, once again, had a great game against them. Um, the A&M defense didn't look incredible, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I know Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts, uh, which is his, his uh, big-time receiver, that's, I mean, that's a duo that not many defenses are going to be able to stop. I'm glad we don't have to play him this year. No, absolutely not. But the A&M defense didn't look great, so um, we've said, which, it, which, we said which, it three weeks. Which neither did the Kentucky defense, neither did the Arkansas defense. But, yeah, so like, and we've still been held to two touchdowns in two weeks, two points last two week. Two points. But uh, you know, we're back in Starkville. Haven't lost, and I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But we haven't lost to A and M in Starkville in since 2012. We'll, we'll talk about the guy who is responsible for that in a little bit. But uh, so talking about this game against Florida, what did you see in A and M that could be good? Isaiah Spiller had like his best game of his career mm-hmm. 174 rushing yards okay yeah and kellen mond was the best version of kellen mond i've ever seen yeah so like other than that like it was just so now right now i'm just looking at stats uh for a&m last week i got him caleb chapman is their big time wide receiver uh nine catches for 151 yards two really long touchdowns and um He's he's out with a torn ACL now, so he's out for the year. We won't have to see him, but I mean, I, I can only imagine they have some more four-star receivers to, to fill his place. Yeah, they've been top ten recruiting for yeah. a while. So they, they were they were in the top ten recruiting before Jimbo Fisher, and he only helped them. So yeah. um, I know Jimbo hasn't done much since he's gotten to uh, College Station, but that dude can coach, mm-hmm. and uh, he proved that last week. He outcoached Dan Mullen. I think that's what that was. I mean, it was just a shootout, and you know. He got him. He got it. So okay. So back to our team. Yeah, I know we talked about it. T 
Tuesday mm-hmm. or Monday. Who do you want to be the starter? All right. Um, right now, anybody but KJ. Okay. Uh, I would prefer anybody but Will or KJ because, first of all, Will's young, and I, I, I know that there's talent there, but he didn't look much better than KJ uh, yeah. when he came in last Saturday against Kentucky. Um, so I guess my... I, I, personally, I'd probably rather see Schrader in there just for the experience standpoint. And uh, I'm going Maiden. You're gonna I, stick with Maiden. I, I'm a big Maiden guy. Ran air eight in high school, and, and I, I, I think I really, that I think that could throw A and M's defense off. You know, he's a lefty. They they might have been you know preparing for a right-handed quarterback. That, that is a big thing. Yeah, like, that's that's huge for for defensive preparation. Uh, you you practice all week for a guy who's going to be throwing the ball with his right hand, and then all of a sudden here comes Jalen Maiden out here, who's a mobile quarterback, more mobile I'm assuming than KJ Costello. Yeah, he doesn't have bricks for feet. Yeah, uh, I, I'd love to see him. Just I, he may suck, but I just need to see him. I haven't seen him play more than two plays in the game. Yeah, so. So Jalen Maiden is your guy. I'm sticking with Garrett Schrader. Uh, and speaking of KJ Costello again, I know we, we talked earlier in the year after this, this monumental game for him against LSU. Is he getting a statue or not? Dude is a statue in the backfield. Like he's not moving out of there. He 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 is a statue. And I just want a guy who can move his feet. So that in the whole debate on who's starting, just somebody who can get out of the pocket when this inevitable pressure reaches the reaches the backfield. Because our offensive line, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. I don't want to get too much into the O line again. I think they were uh, talking on message boards about uh, it. Looks like they've switched up the offensive line, so maybe we'll see something better. I think Island is at right tackle right now, which is good. He looks more comfortable there. Yeah, maybe Cross will have a bounce back game. I, I'd love for it to yeah, happen. I'd hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but in all honesty, I do expect KJ to be the starter. I don't. I don't think. Uh, Mike Leach completely, you know, does a 180 and starts Jalen Maiden out of nowhere or anybody but KJ. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if Will Rogers got the start, but I, I'm I'm pretty certain KJ will start. We're and, pulling for the two unlikely guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our our predictions mean absolutely nothing, as most of you know. And uh, so, yeah, definitely expecting um, KJ to start this game, even though that's not really what I want. And uh, but. Depending on who starts, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably see a different number of interceptions. Uh, if KJ is the starter, I'm going two. I don't know. I'll, I'll go two interceptions, two too. Interceptions One of which being a pick six. I mean, I'm, you know. I'm going to say zero pick sixes this week. I'm going to make a Ooh, bold claim. That's hot a hot take. take. Hot take. No wow. pick sixes this week. So the first week of 2020, uh, Mississippi State football, where we don't see a pick six. There could be a defensive score for A and M, but but let's go giving up a scoop and score rather than a pick six this week. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah. So, um, but last week, so our number one receiver was actually Kylan Hill, fifteen receptions. But it seemed like anytime he would catch the ball, he just had nowhere to go. Yeah. Um, and that's just you know, like we mentioned on Monday. I mean, that's on the O line sometimes. That's on um, just I don't know, <laughs> who knows? But uh, Kylan Hill. There's some rumors being spread through message boards. There's nothing, you know, ter- terribly yet. official yet. Um, but there are a lot of rumors that he may be out this week, and I've seen that he may be out indefinitely from Mississippi State. Just- yeah, I've, Paul Jones on Gene's page, which is like uh, actual like staff for them, uh, was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't expect to see eight in the backfield." So, yeah, well, unless that means Kylan's a wide receiver now, which it doesn't <laughs> yeah. at all. 
Uh, not not expecting that, but uh, I really I, I don't know what happened. I've I've heard from from a few different sources that I mean have no credibility at all. No, but um, that he got in a fight. I've heard some things like that, and you know, I'm not going to say it would surprise me. But um, his Twitter's I, been pretty positive. Yeah. all week though. His Twitter has been has seemed like I mean he's bought into the program, which more, is more than a running back and. Yeah, he's posted pictures. He's he's tweeted about his teammates. About he tweeted once about Jalen Maiden, saying that he's an elite quarterback. Uh, and he did clarify in the comments that he wasn't trying to you know tamper and say that KJ wasn't or that Will Rogers wasn't. He was just he said I'm just bragging on my teammates out here. So uh, it seems like he's still a part of the team. I don't think this is something that I mean he he's just quit football at Mississippi State. He's opted out or anything. Uh, I just have no idea. There's just nothing official. A bunch of weird people and weird yeah. I mean, we, we, we saw him kind of tease with, you know, leaving Mississippi State this this summer with the state Clearly. flag issue. But um, I just, I feel like Kylan, you know, I'm not trying to say too much bad about him, but I feel like he's a little bit too prideful to just not play football. Like He, he, he wants that attention. And he probably likes the attention that he's getting with us just talking about... <laughs> talking about the rumors right now so but with kylan being out you know if that is official if that is um what happens on saturday that means we're going to see a lot more of dylan johnson and jaquavius marks yeah and i really hope lee witherspoon oh you're still pulling for him dude track star in alabama (laughs) dude i i don't know why he's fourth string on this team yeah maybe he's i mean he wasn't bad last year no i mean was he he returned punt kicks last year is that correct no he uh when kylan went out in a few games he was okay, a okay gotcha um but i mean I, I do agree he did look explosive but I, I really liked how johnson and uh marks looked against arkansas mm-hmm. you know in their first times touching the field yeah dylan johnson really impressed me yeah for sure so excited to see those guys you know obviously you'd love to see kylan hill out there but if that's not the case then i think we're still in good hands yeah with, we can do with, it by committee with two young guys for sure okay as we said earlier Texas A&M is coming off of an emotional win, so there's a maybe chance that they come in here yeah. and do what we did against Arkansas and against Kentucky, but that was off of an emotional loss. But yeah. I'm, I may still just be an, an optimistic Mississippi State fan, but I'm not. I'm not counting us out this season in in too many games. I mean, I don't think we're gonna you know fare well against Alabama or Georgia, but these games that are like Texas A&M, Auburn. Ole Miss, Missouri, Vandy. Those are those are our games. That the rest of the season that I, I see us in. I see us being like if as long as we can move the ball, which you know I don't feel like is asking a lot. But the last two weeks has kind of made it seem like that's asking a lot. But um, I mean, no team besides Bama and Georgia have just seemed dominant, and even those two teams have have shown weaknesses. Yeah. Um, and so A and M, a five point win against Vandy to start off the year. And then a big win against Florida. But even Florida has looked uh, kind of suspect on defense against Ole Miss. And so I, I see us having a chance here. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to count us out for only scoring two points against Kentucky because there there, were, there was a season uh, a few years ago where we started off with a loss to South Alabama. And then the following week we beat South Carolina, who is not a, an elite team by any means. But, you know, Week to week, this team can change, and uh, I think, I don't, who knows? I don't. I don't think we win the game, but we're still we'll still be in it. 
And we've definitely seen ranked Texas A&M teams come in here yeah. and lose to an unranked that, Mississippi State team. That same year I was talking about, you start off with a loss against South Alabama, and then later that year, as an unranked team, you beat number four A&M. Yeah, so, so like weird things happen. Not, yeah. Not not saying we're winning or anything. Yeah. But. I mean, our offense the past two weeks, uh, if, if we play like that again, we, we're, we won't win a game the no. rest of the year. Vandy will beat us if they have enough people to play. Yeah. So it all just depends on how that offense looks tomorrow. But mm-hmm. um, definitely not looking at the number uh, that A&M is ranked and just counting us out of this game by any means. Um, I just I don't feel great about it, but I don't feel like it's a lost cause. I don't feel like this season is just over with. And uh, once again, that could just be me being an optimistic state fan. But I'm glad you're taking that this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I think that's it for our game review. Not yeah. really much to talk about. Yeah, I mean, It's I the just, same Texas A&M team that's been for years. Yeah, same quarterback that it's been for centuries. So. And and we know what we are. If yeah. our offense is good, we'll do good. If I'm, our just, de- I'm just excited to see if this is the week that we can attack the zone effectively. If it is, I'd love to finally see something else. It's Yeah, but... Uh, there are a few games that have been postponed, so we don't have as many SEC games, SEC matchups this week. But uh, we, we did a little plug and play. Yeah, we, we do have ten games to, to predict, and uh, we'll, we'll ask you guys once again at the end. But if you will uh, listen to these and then send us your picks for these games, then the uh, the person with the uh, best record at the end of the weekend will get get a, we'll get a out. shout out next week. So, game number one is number fifteen Auburn at South Carolina. What you got here? I'm taking Auburn in this one. Yeah. South Carolina, uh, to this point, just hadn't shown me anything. Uh, and Auburn struggled with Arkansas last week, but Arkansas could possibly be for real. So, yeah. uh, I'm, But I'm going with Auburn as well. And now game number two, we got Kentucky at number 18, Tennessee. Tennessee had a, had a good first two and a half quarters against Georgia Until last week. Gantano just started self-destructing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was bad. But uh, I have Tennessee in this one. I'm going to go got? Tennessee as well. I, that Kentucky team isn't great. No. They're not good. <laughs> All right, game number three. Two teams that I just absolutely cannot stand. Uh, we've got Ole Miss going to Arkansas. What you got here? This could be a fun one. I'm going from our third favorite SEC West program, Arkansas. <sighs> I hate that they, they get that title. For yeah, you, you know. They've got to be sixth for me. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Ole Miss just because of the offense that I've seen. I haven't seen that kind of offense from Arkansas and I think that even if this game is a shootout or if it is a shootout Ole Miss has it for sure but uh yeah Arkansas is one of the few teams in the SEC that is balanced on each side of the ball not saying they're good on each side but they are they are completely average on both sides and there's not a lot of teams where you have parity on each side yeah so uh but I'm going with Ole Miss on that one Hunter you're going with Arkansas Mm -hmm. okay and then our fourth game, two teams that have parity on each side, yeah. but they're both elite. Number three, Georgia, at number two, Alabama. Ooh, this is the, the easily the game of the week for college mm-hmm. football. Um, I'm, call me crazy. I'm going Georgia. Do you think Saban's not going to be there? They just did the thing where he could get like four positive tests, negative tests. And uh, I don't think good. he'll be on, the, be on the sidelines, but by no means do I think he will just not coach the game he, he will have a say in everything that happens on the football field but he won't be out there i don't think you're going georgia i'm going georgia though i'm gonna go alabama all right i mean it's very possible i mean 
probably what we're going to see. Uh, Bama have a, just a complete turnaround from the defense that we saw last week. I'm sure uh, a few people uh, got their <laughs> got their jobs and lives threatened by Nick Saban <laughs> for that performance. But uh, I think I think Georgia's got it. I, I really do like what I see from from Stetson Bennett. Got to give a plug to to Jones College for that one. The, the former Bobcat quarterback. Um, I think he's he's done a good job at, at Georgia so far and. Excited to see him beat Bama this week. He's definitely been the most surprising QB in the SEC this year. I think year. so, yeah. So uh, that moves us to game number five. Moving out of the SEC for this one, uh, and I don't know too much about this game, but uh, we, we had to fill in these spots somehow. <laughs> so we've got Pitt playing at Miami. I'm going to go Miami. I'm going to go Miami, too. I, I keep hearing about them being good. I I don't know. They, they, got, waxed. they got waxed like by Clemson last week. Hey, I guess. But yeah. who wouldn't? Yeah, De'Aaron King. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good quarterback. Yeah. I'd hate to have him here. That would suck. Yeah, I, I said at one point that KJ Costello was the best quarterback in the country, but I was wrong. Maybe it's Derek King. Who knows? Uh, Miami in this one pretty big, I'm, I'm assuming. And that'll bring us to game number six, and that's UCF at Memphis. So what you got? UCF doesn't have Mackenzie Milton, so I'm going to go Memphis. Yeah, so Mackenzie Milton, the quarterback that was – I guess was the quarterback during the whole national championship mm-hmm. season, or what they claim to be a national championship hey. season. Uh, and I, I, I still don't forgive UCF for that whole charade of having an actual national championship parade and everything. Uh, I, was so, the, I was at Disney the day before that parade. Really? Yeah. How, what was the vibe there? Did they? <laughs> I saw did, a did lot feel, of UCF did it shirts. Feel like a city of champions. There was a lot of UCF shirts, more than I've ever seen. So just because I still haven't forgiven them for claiming that national championship, I'm going Memphis. I have no idea. But. Okay, number seven, Virginia Wake Forest. Our boy Keaton. Yeah, Keaton. No, rocking number ninety nine, <laughs> playing every position but quarterback. Yeah, um, I'm still gonna go Virginia on this one. Whether it's for Keaton or just for the fact that Wake Forest isn't good, mm-hmm. uh, who knows? But. Yeah, I'm gonna go Virginia too. Never, never betting against. Never betting KT. against a man named Keaton Thompson. <laughs> All right, number eight. The game number eight is North Carolina at Florida State. Yeah, I'm going North Carolina big. I know Florida State found their quarterback against Notre Dame and gave Notre Dame a little bit of a scare. Not much though. So yeah. I'm gonna go. North Carolina. Yeah, I bet against North Carolina last week when they were playing Virginia Tech, and they ended up, you know, it was a shootout there for about three quarters, and they pulled away. So North Carolina can can throw the football. Mm-hmm. They're really good, and I'm going to pick them to beat Florida State in Tallahassee. So that brings us to the most exciting game of the day. That's going to be Liberty at Syracuse. <laughs> so uh, for some reason, it's my favorite ACC team, Syracuse, uh, facing Hugh Freeze and the Liberty Flames. And so um, who you got? I'm not picking Liberty. <laughs> so I'm going okay, Syracuse. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of you for that one. Let's go, Cuse. Uh, I'm picking the Orange to win big there. And uh, so pretty important game, I guess, uh, here at number 10. We got a number 11 Texas A&M facing the Dogs at Davis Wade Stadium. Who you got? Uh, Texas A&M by like two scores. Okay. That's pretty depressing. Yeah. This is supposed to be a Mississippi State podcast, Hunter. We have to pick Mississippi State. Yeah, we're 0-3 on picks. What's the worst that could happen we win? So you're saying that if we both pick a and not Don't say that. We're not saying that. Don't call it strategy. (laughs) All right, uh, but I I feel the same way. We play in chess. Yeah, so (laughs) y'all are here playing chess. We're playing 3D checkers. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel the same way. I think A&M... 
will come in here and and we can give them a scare, but it really just depends on what our offense looks like. I have no way of predicting this. Team. I'd hate to be wrong about this pick. No, yeah, I would just. I, I think I think it'll be a, a multi-score game, maybe you know thirty-five twenty-one, and if, and if we put twenty-one points on the board, I'm a happy guy. Uh, <laughs> I'll see some life in that offense. So um, you got a score prediction? I mean, um, like thirty-eight twenty. 6, 24. Okay. Yeah. Sounds fun. Maybe we'll get a safety in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Maybe the, the one that they stole from us last week, we'll just get it back. But uh, everybody, that's going to do it for our uh, game predictions, and we're going to move on to some Instagram questions. So uh, once again, if you guys have any questions or um, just have any suggestions for how we can make the show better, just send them to us at Going For Two. Usually before every episode, we will um, put a question box in our instagram story and that's where you can submit the questions or you can just directly message us and uh we'll we'll read them on the show so okay so number one how are you feeling about the nlcs right now dude i'm i'm so happy you know we went up the braves went up 2-0 and uh then the dodgers came back with just firepower and scored 15 runs in the game 11 runs in the first inning i i I was so nervous, but uh, man, the Braves kind of fired back in Game Four and took a three-one series lead. And whew, my World Series prediction is looking up right now. Okay, so we have one that's close to that. Okay, are you paying Marcelo Zuna? Absolutely, absolutely. What, what the dude? He's okay. only he's only doing good in a small sample size. What the heck? Oh my gosh! You're so not. I, I posted Dodgers. this on Twitter. I said give. I said give Marcelo Zuna. Any amount of money that he wants, which I guess is an exaggeration, uh, but is it? He's second in NL MVP, in my opinion, only to his teammate, Freddie Freeman, who we're going to pay in two years. And so I don't care if it's 60-game season, 162-game season, or a 500-game season. If you can lead the National League in home runs and be an absolute leader in the dugout that makes this team just that much better and take us to the World Series for the first time in this century, then absolutely, let's let's pay him. Let's pay him. I'd rather us pay him than let the Dodgers or the Yankees overpay him. So I mean, you know, the Dodgers, I heard they need another guy that hits home runs and does not a whole lot more. Yeah, nothing <laughs> in the postseason. So. Okay, from a great meme page, Old Piss. Do we fire a leech if we don't succeed within two seasons? Uh, let me hit the no button yeah. really fast. Uh that can't be a trend that we see like at Mississippi State because, once again, like I said in the last episode, no one will ever want to come coach here with that kind of expectation. Uh, I think that we, we hit that button so quickly with Joe Moorhead because he had no head coaching experience before. Mm-hmm. And so it was us saying, like, oh, maybe he just wasn't cut out. And our this. linebacker broke our quarterback's jaw. Yeah, he just really had no discipline uh, there down the stretch. And it, we were just able to say we had no – he had no head coaching experience, but with Mike Leach, we, we, we see that when he gets his recruits there, he can have a 10-win season with mm-hmm. a team that's not used to having 10-win seasons. So I, th- I say we're going to give Leach uh, more than two years for sure. And I think we'll succeed sooner than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think um, the fire Leach train is going um, to be on the tracks very long at all. Okay, so... I think that's it for Instagram questions. We really don't have many that we didn't already answer in today's yeah. episode. We actually we had, we had one from Megan Underwood about a cross country meet in Birmingham the other day, but sadly, 
but no spectators were there. So how are we supposed yeah, to know? True. How Megan? How are we supposed to know how Mississippi State did or how Arkansas did? I mean, so. we could look it up, but I don't know where to look that up. No, I'm assuming Mississippi State won, and uh, we're on our way to another national championship. <laughs> hey, you know, that's us in cross country. Yeah. Okay, so, so after this week, we're at a bye week. Mm-hmm. So. We'll have our normal Monday episode of Game Review. Yeah. And we really don't know what we're doing for Thursday. Yeah. Uh, if anyone has any ideas, send them our way. We could do anything from a live stream, uh, podcast where we just ask a lot of questions and answer them. Anything that y'all want. If y'all yeah. just have anything, just please send it in. And don't forget to send in your picks yeah. for this week. Absolutely. We'll be looking forward to those picks. And uh, looking forward to next Thursday. Um, you know, If all that episode is, it's just this style of episode but without the game preview then we'll be perfectly fine with that but send us your suggestions send us any questions and send your picks all at going for two on instagram and that's all we have for this week hope everybody has a good and safe weekend and uh has a good time watching the dogs uh, maybe get a win so see you guys next week and hail state This is probably my favorite part of the episode. I mean, it's the easiest. Bye, Mom. Thanks for listening.